0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the wealth puzzle with Michael Mansfield.
1: Hey, everybody! Thanks for tuning in. This is Mike Mansfield and Tana Pennington. Hi. No longer on location. She is. I'm home. Back in in uh, in in the United States. She's back in the U.S. and in Texas. She she left. She left communist California. Oh, man. Now you just made three people mad
2: that All watched right. this. Yes, you did.
1: Uh, hey, look, everyone, if you're watching the show, right, we got a lot of podcast listeners, so I get that. But if you watch this on YouTube or Rumble, we went with the black background. It's seasonal. I thought it was like Halloween-y. So Spooky. I'm trying to be a little scary. I got my dark shirt. Oh, my. <laughs> what are you going to be for Halloween, Tana?
2: Oh, dear. Nothing. He's, I don't like dressing up. I just like to be me. I don't like but,
1: dressing up, but you got children. It's for
2: the children. I know. And I do. I take them around the neighborhood and they have a great time, but I just kind of yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we haven't
1: talked yeah. about it. I guess we should jump on that <laughs> grenade here pretty quickly. The uh I'm not sure what we're going to be.
2: Yeah, well my husband's coming back in town so he's in charge of getting them their costumes and working Ooh. all those details out. I don't want to do it. All right. All right. <laughs> so he could be Paul Bunyan. Yes. Obviously. I know the jolly green giant.
1: <laughs> well, what's going on in the world? Let's see. Um, hmm, here I was reading something right now. I'm not even going to pop it up because it's too boring. It just says, "Vaccine mandates lead to worker shortages." Mhm. Well, that's fascinating. So, it's it's really interesting right now, right? Um, we're, we're at a point where the economy was literally on fire. Almost almost too good. Uh, Pre-COVID. You go back to February of 2020. It seems like a, a different planet, right? They're going to make movies of what it was like in February of 2020, <laughs> how the world has changed. And you had hundreds of thousands of jobs being created. You had a really low unemployment rate. You had strong labor participation. You had strong wage growth year over year for all all categories, actually, the lowest incomes were getting the highest wage growth. Everything was booming. People were were fat and happy. They had money. They were spending it at Walmart and on Amazon and buying a bunch of junk they don't need. It was awesome. 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 And then obviously last year, the the market craters, the GDP has the worst one quarter drop ever. Mm -hmm. Then suddenly has the biggest one quarter increase ever because that's kind of what happens. Best and worst and all this kind of stuff. And you know, and so it took time, you know, we had shutdowns going on and all these things and government stimulus and blah, 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 blah. And we got to this point where coming into this year, especially as we we're getting into the second half of the year, uh, the expectation was that, okay, all of that is behind us. Mm-hmm. It, we're, we're getting back on that economic trajectory. We're on right. pre-COVID. And so we're going to have booming job numbers and all of this kind of stuff. And just a, just a week ago, we just had the job numbers out. Uh, for last month, and they're, they're terrible. <laughs> fell asleep, right? We had less than 200,000 jobs uh yeah. payrolls when we were expecting about a half a right. million, at least from the polled economists. So the problem is turns out that nobody likes big government hmm. except big government and everyone who. Likes big government. <laughs> um, sorry, that's some kind of joke to myself that I, I enjoyed, but that's OK. I'll explain it to everyone later. The um, But the problem is, right, is is businesses are very, we'll say, tread lighty when it comes to the government. And when big government starts saying, yeah, you evil businesses, we're going to tax you more. We're going to raise taxes. Mm-hmm. We're going to raise regulations and we're going to do all of this stuff it makes the businesses tread a little lighter with borrowing mm-hmm. money, and right. hiring, money and hiring people yeah. because everybody's in a little bit of a like, wait a sec. Right. What, what are they doing?
2: They just don't they're really like, know what to expect. So their right. heart, they gotta they're hiring.
1: They got to tread, tread a yeah. little lightly. Yeah. So that's, that's one component of all of this. You have the other big government issue in the economy where they allowed government benefits to ride out a little too long. They've now replaced the unemployment benefits though with child tax credits. Remember if you're a, if you're a family of four kids, if you got four kids in your household, you could be getting in the neighborhood of like eleven hundred bucks a month right now of money you've never seen before mm-hmm. in your life like that. Once again, that, that right. makes someone a little less motivated to run out and maybe get that second job, get that job to do something, because all of a sudden the government's kind of supporting you and helping you out and giving you a few extra bucks you needed. Mm hmm. So some of that's going on. Then you get to the vaccine mandate thing. This is kind of an utter mess at this point. Um, a lot of people are pushing back on it. I mean, I was mm-hmm. just reading here. Here's something. I'm not going to pop it up here. Seattle police. Uh, now the department could fire up to 403 officers, 40 wow. percent of the workforce because they haven't gotten vaccinated in the mm-hmm. deadlines, October 18th. Wow. Ooh, well, and good. I
2: even experienced it this weekend, although I didn't fly on this particular airline, but apparently Southwest? there was, yeah, I didn't fly on that, but I noticed that there was a lot of cancellations and people were frustrated. Right.
1: It was yeah. like something like 30% of their right. routes or whatever they call it.
2: Right. Um, and, and it's so because it's funny they had a, yeah. a walkout.
1: Yeah. So there's mixed stories, right? At first it was weather. I'm like, what weather? I looked outside. It's <laughs> sunny. Um, you know, and then they said, well, it was the control tower. Right. The, the, You know, what is it? Air control. They couldn't figure it out. And now yeah. all of a sudden this morning, the articles are coming out that, oh, wait a second. It might have been something to do with labor mm-hmm. and, and, and upset people about vaccinations. Yes. Uh, another let's see the largest healthcare provider in New York just fired 1400 workers last week over failure to comply with the mandate. Wow. Now, just let's put that in perspective. I have a ton of clients that are nurses wow. that are spread between CMH and St. John's mm-hmm. and Cottage and Santa Barbara. Yeah. And, stuff. and so I've been having this conversation a lot with mm-hmm. people and the conversation, the way they're presenting it to me is. Last year, I was told I'm a hero. It's like being on the front lines of a war is the way it was described. I'm there in the hospitals. I'm making mm-hmm. it happen. And now this year, you know, I'm I'm the dog out in the doghouse. And I'm going to get fired if I don't do what they say. And it's really got a lot of, at least the people that I know from the nurse standpoint, a little
2: peeved. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So anyways, that's fun. So um, those are just some of the current event messes. Hopefully they kind of normalize, work themselves out or I don't know, you know, um, bada bing, bada boom. That's all I have to say about that. (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, did you get that article I sent you? Tragic, yeah, I did. It's tragic. No, it it I, it I totally agree. So, Man, speaking of something, <laughs> speaking that was of the,
1: something though. That was something. You know, economics impact yeah. you, people. That's why yeah. we talk about this stuff,
2: right? And uh, the pandemic has article. definitely created a wake-up call for people trying to save for retirement. You know, everyone's kind of a little more concerned. They're worried that maybe their original plan for saving for retirement is not going to make it. They um, mentioned it would almost be, you know, take a miracle uh, to be able to be comfortable in retirement. So, you know, that that's unfortunate. That you know, kind of makes me a little sad. I would hope that people would be a little more optimistic and feel like, you know, the you know, the world's not coming to an end, but we just need to really plan ahead.
1: I I heard it was coming to an end. No, it's not. That's, that's not the yet word on the street. <laughs>
2: We got to stay positive. We really okay. do. Keep I your chin positive. up. I am positive.
1: Look, I think like all the stuff I discussed, hopefully conceptually those are just little, yeah. little speed bumps. The reality is we're right. in a secular bull market. The reality is people do right. are flush with cash and Definitely. the stock market is rather shallow if people have money and they spend money that's all that cares about the market up higher quite a bit. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, there's a lot of social issues there's a lot of things going on here. In this thing that you sent me, Tan, I thought the first thing I highlighted, I don't know why it highlights in gray. I need like a darker color. In a recent report, 36% of Americans say they will never have enough money to be able to retire.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: that, that includes me.
2: No. What
1: everyone always tells me, like, dude, you got four weddings.
2: <laughs> that's true seriously <laughs>
1: that's a lot and then they're like four colleges colleges
2: yeah but i was gonna say my attitude
1: is college will be free by then what, what are no. you talking about i'm not worried about that <laughs> it's, it's all the other suckers that had to pay for college even more roughly 41 percent said their ability to be financially secure in mm-hmm. retirement would take a miracle yeah
2: mm-hmm.
1: all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna tell a story okay no, nah, I don't know. Well, it's not much of a story. So anyways, I was up early this morning. So I was up at four and I um went to the gas station, to put gas in my car. And I, it's always fun going to the gas station between four and five a.m. because it's like watching the movie The Walking Dead around here. <laughs> and so or a TV show rather. And like, it, it's like a little like, uh, whoo, you know, the, the, it's it's an interesting crowd. And, um, you know, al- sometimes it's a little nerve wracking. You got, you know, mm-hmm. interesting people approaching you while you're trying to pump gas and all of that. And anyway, so I, I go inside to, to get something to drink and, um, yeah, you know, I start, I start my drinking at, at 4am <laughs> as soon as they start selling it again.
2: What oh, is kidding. it like a rock star?
1: No, it's more of a joke. <laughs> I was trying to make some kind of booze joke. I don't even drink the, um, no, I know. I, I didn't, I didn't sell it. What I was drinking, I was just getting the milk. No, I'm just I was trying
2: to point that out.
1: Anyways, this, this young guy was standing in line in front of me. Young guy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Probably early 20s kind of a thing. And I had to wait there for like a solid five minutes. And what he was doing with the gentleman checking him out was he was like very sporadically and all over the place buying scratchers. But I mean, but he must have bought 20 or 30 of them. He had to keep swiping his debit card to buy more. And he was all erratic over the place. And, um, you know, honestly, when I was looking at it, it made me feel bad because, you know, maybe the guy's got tons of money and can afford a bunch of scratchers. I'm suspicious that's not the case. Mm -hmm. And he was just, you know, front loading on what this article is saying on, hey, maybe a miracle will happen today. And I'll, you know, I'll land a, a boatload of money in my pocket sure. and that will make things better. And so it's really sad to know that a lot of people feel that way. Mm-hmm. I think that really does play to what you and I do, Tana, retirement income planning of really mm-hmm. trying to sit down with what people do have. Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes people's situations aren't quite as bad as they think. Exactly. They feel that way because they feel like, oh, right. my friend has more money or I don't have enough saved. That's totally true. But when you start getting into the guts of a lot of people's plans, I mean, something even as simple as Social Security, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, not understanding the rules or understanding how much you have coming in or the timing of that. I mean, there are a lot of people in this country, a husband and wife kind of a thing, couples where, you know, they generate 40, 50, 60, $70,000 a year in retirement of Social Security. And by itself, it's all completely tax free. And so when you have that kind of a baseline income right there, well, Mm -hmm. you know, could you have more? Absolutely. Could things be better? Absolutely. But what a great place to be. Yeah. If you could have 60 grand and go be broke on the promenade. Well, you know, things could certainly be worse. Um, You then overlay things like, you know, do you have a home? Maybe you got a little Mm -hmm. bit of equity, Um, you know, without. Playing to the, it takes a miracle, understanding things like inheritances, not something we mm-hmm. focus on, not a priority, but these are all byproduct things. Um, so th- there's, sometimes there's a little more there than what a lot of people perceive. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they, everyone is always very busy just to solely look at their 401k and say, ah, crud, should have saved more. Right. All right. What else does this article say? Let's see. COVID crisis, blah, blah 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 blah
2: well i thought it was interesting if you scroll down it talks about how the old rule um you know the rule of 100 where typically somebody are in their like 60s would probably Mm -hmm. about be about um i don't know 40 percent in stocks wait
1: wait Look look at this though real quick i mean this is interesting people still want to retire as soon as possible the average age of when people would like to stop working is 62. So that's funny to me from an emotional standpoint, right? Because remember, there's there's numbers and there's emotions. That's a lot of what exists in our conversations with people. And so emotionally, that's what people want. I want to retire as soon as possible.
2: Yeah. Me do.
1: Um, Susie Orman, though, a couple of years ago, she came out and had some one of her TV specials. And she said the new normal for retirement age should be over the age of 70. So it's amazing mm-hmm. how from what this financial professional thinks to what emotionally people think. there's there, At the moment, there's a 10-year disconnect there. Right. Anyways, rule of 100. Let's see where it says that in here. Let me scan, scan, scan. The older rules may no longer apply. It's scary. I don't know, 4% rule. We've talked about all that stuff. Where's the rule of 100? It's in here somewhere. Huh? Hmm.
2: Well, it's uh, talking about how maybe... Having an approach where you're actually eighty percent in stocks,
1: yeah, right here. So Stephen Check, that sounds like a strong name. Costa Rica, which ranked number four in CNBC, financial advisor recommends sticking with an eighty percent allocation to stocks, right? Which is higher than is high. well. And you know what? He's probably not wrong. And the reason that he's not wrong is when you get into old rules. Old rules were based on old facts. For example, when you looked at a 60-40 stock to bond allocation, Mm -hmm. or let's talk about that 40% in bonds. What's happening with bonds? For the last 40 years, interest rates have fallen, which means bonds have provided really good rates of return with low risk. Right. Uh, Above and beyond that, the interest dividend yield off of the bonds was high. Uh, Maybe you're not in bonds. Maybe you're in cash. Maybe you're in a CD. All of those things historically had decent rates of return. I mean, hell, I can remember a client not that long ago that came to me that had bought a 10 year CD from a, a, some online bank and it was just maturing and she was getting five and a half percent. She said, OK, what well, can I go invest this in? And we both just had a good laugh. Yeah. And and that's it. You know, so so in the old days, it made a whole lot more sense to have that conservative exposure, right? Because you could get a decent rate of return. You could be making three, four, five, six, seven percent on your conservative stuff. Right. The problem is is now all of a sudden inflation is 3 4 5 6 7%. Yeah. And so you're just getting crushed on your fixed income portfolio. Yeah. And so this is this is a conundrum for a lot of people mentally. And the conundrum is what is good if you're scared of inflation? What is good if you're scared of low interest yielding investments? Mm-hmm. Ironically the stock market's good because big hedge funds, institutional funds, they realize something. They realize that okay, if our clients are going to lose money based on inflation, can we keep it in cash? Uh-uh-uh. Can we put them in CDs? Not right now. Can we put them in bonds? No. Nothing mm-hmm. works yeah. except for the stock market with trying to create some kind of positive delta return on your investments. Right. And so this guy is probably right. You know, his specific 80% allocation, you know, is, probably has its own rationale of what he's up to. But the, but the point being is, is, Following those old rules can be very problematic right now because it was the old rules that had old projected rates of return that just don't exist. You know, the the joke of a bond right now, I feel like, is in the old days, hey, if I could earn three to five percent on my bonds, I'm doing really good. Now, the joke is, if I don't lose more than three to five percent on my bonds, I'm doing really good. (laughs) Here, let me me pull it up. Hang on, yeah, it's flipped. Let's go to Yahoo! Oh, my lights turned off. What happened? Oh, there they back. I'm back. I'm back. was that like, is that how you guys tell me? I'm d- Stop talking. Turn That's off awesome. Lights. Uh, Yahoo finance. <laughs> Yahoo finance. Let's see if I can do this real quick. This is going to be fun. Look, I'm on the fly. This is unplanned everybody. Oh my gosh. This is so impressive. Okay. I don't know if anybody can see this. Maybe you can. I can see it. How's that? So uh, here's a, here's a chart on Yahoo finance. And I just pulled it up really quick to kind of make a quick point is, the the top squiggly line that's going straight up if anybody could see it squint your eyes zoom into the camera the little green thing at the end of that squiggly line is where the s&p 500 Mm -hmm. is year-to-date can you see it tana i can see it what's the stock market
2: 17.1 percent
1: now oh great figures there's some kind of weird thing over the bottom one the little tiny blue line hanging out at the bottom of the screen though is bonds this year. Yeah, and, you know it's it's kind of hard to see because there's some kind of volume thing here. But they're
2: down way. like 3.5 percent.
1: Mark, I was trying to nothing's working. Right. I tried to do something. Anyway, <laughs> f- but but the point is bonds are down this year. There's yeah. literally a, a 20% spread between where the stock market's at and where bonds are at this year, mm-hmm. and bonds are going down, they're down three percent when the stock market's up. So think about your traditional. Uh, 60 40 portfolio right you got 40% of your portfolio that's down 3% this year even though you're like that can't be true Mike because everything's up <laughs> except bonds right mm-hmm. and that's because of inflation that's because of the fear of the feds raising rates coming down the pike bonds are going to bleed probably for the next three to five years till the dumb knucklehead feds get their act in order Um, I actually told someone the other day I must be too stupid to be on the Federal Reserve because <laughs> I would have been raising rates by now <laughs> So there's that. They know something I don't know. All
2: let's right. Put
1: it that way. Um. So, anyways, let's go. We're gonna get away from that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is that. This is that. Yeah, boy, You're on fire. Been, there must have been a lot of caffeine in that chocolate milk I got at the gas station <laughs> at four a.m.
2: Oh, it was chocolate milk.
1: I'm just and, and
2: donuts.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. A sleeve of those. All right. Yeah. Like, there's nothing better than those like garbage dogs. Oh,
2: totally! Like, terrible! Man,
1: like, who invented those? I mean, like, like when you compare them to the chocolate and the powder, white powder, you know, they're just they're, <laughs> there's, there's just hands down winner. That
2: reminds me of like middle school. Oh no,
1: but so good. <laughs> and you know, my wife moderates my carb intake, so right. You, can't, can't you gotta that. sneak it in. <laughs> I should, you know, right. I should
2: <laughs> <laughs> hiding in your car. Anyways, uh,
1: yeah. So no, you know, he, he brings up a really good point in that mm-hmm. you know in that point being that we're reconsidering allocation, reconsidering alternative asset classes. I mean, one of the things that Tana and I do quite a bit, hell, your dad did it this year, is yeah. we do what's called bond proxying with fixed index annuities. Remember what the goal of a bond is, people is to try to make a 3 to 5% Mm -hmm. return, period. Safe, boring, conservative. Well, the problem is, is now they're bleeding. I just showed you the chart where bonds are losing money this year, and that ain't going Mm -hmm. bye-bye. And so the benefit of like a fixed index annuity, I think your dad just bought a five-year fixed index annuity. Yeah, he did. And basically, no fees, no costs, principal protection. So Mm -hmm. if bonds decide to be down 3% this year, and more importantly, if the stock market goes down, Dad doesn't lose any money. To be fair, my mom owns a couple of these investments too, so we, we got both of our parents in them. <laughs> and uh, but at the same token, if the stock market goes up, as it is this year, <gasps> you know he'll earn up to a cap and probably end up making four or five percent. Mm-hmm. And so it's cool because that's a safe, boring, conservative asset class that, guess what, replaces the interest rate risk in your bonds. Mm-hmm. So it works fantastically as a bond proxy so there are some things to do um, even things like buffered indexes which mm-hmm. i think we've talked about before maybe we should do a better show on those sometime yeah so there's give a lot more of detail. alternatives on how to invest money without having the drama of the stock market without having the drama of the uh, the bond market and to be fair if i was a betting man i would be 10 times more scared of your bonds right now than the stock market
2: yeah good point boom what else do you want
1: to talk about tana <laughs> I'm well, done.
2: Uh, Medicare open enrollment oh starts October 15th.
1: Hallelujah. Oh, I know. yeah. So we need to have a uh, maybe we should have talked about this before we did this on a recorded show. So my my understanding is, is you can always, you know, the first time always get in. But if your health massively declines, there are scenarios where if you wanted to switch to a better plan, They could ask you medical questions.
2: That is true. So you got to be careful. The best time to enroll in a Medicare supplement plan is during your initial enrollment period. That's going to occur when you are turning 65 or if you have chosen to delay your Medicare because you're on an employer or union uh, coverage. Uh, So whenever you decide to retire, and you're going to officially switch over to Medicare. That is the best time to elect a Medicare supplement.
1: I feel like I asked that question in a different way last week. Oh, I'm and sorry. you said, Yeah, you can switch.
2: Well, I I, I probably like, yeah. Phew. Well, sometimes and then I had 30 I just, people
1: yeah. call me all excited saying, Oh, I heard I can do whatever I want. <laughs> Tana said I could do whatever I want. No. I
2: thought, I'm sorry if I made that a little you know, confusing. I, uh, yeah. Anyway. Sorry. There's just so many rules and I could have well,
1: messed that one up. Uh, no, sorry. I think we should wrap the show up. <laughs> and next week we'll have a new host. I haven't decided who it'll be. It won't be Tana anymore. <laughs> Giving misinformation. I'm being replaced. Yeah. It doesn't take much with me. Like, you know, one right? one strike. That's it.
2: Just no forgiveness whatsoever.
1: No. Why? Why? <laughs> you know? The, um, anyways. I'm we, human. we We appreciate all of our yeah. listeners. We appreciate all the feedback we get. Please don't hesitate to call us. To uh, email us, you can call us at 805-500-7035. You can visit our main website, thelindgroup.com. LIND is L-Y-N-D. We do, you know, obviously retirement income planning. So please contact us for a complimentary consultation. And if you're an existing client and you're freaking out about something, give me a call. We'll get it all straightened out for you. So anyways, everybody, we appreciate you taking the time. Certainly uh, like the video. Give us some star ratings if you don't mind. Share it with a friend. All that stuff is fantastic. Otherwise, everyone have a great week. And
0: thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com.